What's up, everybody? This is Nikkei Roach and Hair at the Massage Marketing Secrets. And this is an amazing day for me because I get to go out on a Monday morning, that is today, and to just kind of walk the neighborhood. I started doing that a little bit more now that the weather, even though it's still winter months, it is warmer. So I got a chance to go out and walk uh, the neighborhood. And that is kind of ties into the into what I'm wanting to talk about today was getting foot traffic traffic foot traffic traffic is kind of interesting because we we oftentimes think about traffic is traffic online traffic is on social media getting traffic in your door getting more people to come to your website all those kind of traffics and we use those as a metaphor but have you ever really just thought about foot traffic is actually foot traffic meaning are you, as a massage therapist, marketing by foot? Now, it doesn't sound like it's that efficient. And to be perfectly honest, you could probably send out an email blast, post on your social media, or even do a podcast about whatever is amazing in your locale, if that's what you do. But if you are fixed location business, meaning you have a fixed location is your office, you're not as mobile, but you're literally in a specific geographic location. Maybe that's your spa. Maybe that's your wellness center. Maybe that's your your home or whatever. Wherever you operate your professional establishment, that's a fixed location. But we don't often take it back to what we did years ago, which was actually walking the beat, just walking the neighborhood. And so this morning, I decided to just do another walk and I walked a different direction. And so while I'm walking... I run into one of my old clients who I haven't seen in years and she just happened to move across the street and just by her and I talking, she schedules an appointment. Wow, benefit right there. Already made some money just just literally, literally within a couple of hundred yards of my front door. So then I start walking down a little bit more. I noticed another business in the area. They are a fitness professional. Um, they are former professional physique athletes and so I walk in and only only because I saw the name and I knew the name. And so I walked into business and it's like many gyms. It has all that set of equipment. And I look over and I see a guy, you know, a fairly nice sized guy. He wasn't that big, but he was kind of kind of and I recognized the name, but I couldn't put the face. So I said, hey, I'm looking for Malcolm. And he comes over in sort of a smaller. He's a little bigger than normal. Um, than the average person, but he sort of, hey, I'm Malcolm. And I didn't really recognize him because I hadn't seen him in a number of years. Now, Malcolm was, uh, for many, many years, a professional physique athlete. And what that means is these are people who are athletes who uh, are like bodybuilders, if you, if you want to go down that route. I like to call them physique athletes because they are more focused on the physique as opposed to bodybuilding. When you assume, when you think about the word bodybuilder, you're talking about this big, monstrous-looking person. And to be perfectly honest, <laughs> when Malcolm was in in competition mode, he is a huge man. He's about six foot tall, and he was well over 300 pounds of full-on muscle. If you saw him when he was in competing mode, he looked like the epitome of someone you just literally want to cross the street because he had that he had what we call carb rage on his face. Because if you know anything about physique athletes, when they're about to go compete, they cut the carbs because they want that cut and they cut the water because they don't want that extra water in their body makes it look fluffy and it doesn't look as cut. And so what I normally would see him, 
he would be in that angry, I don't have enough carbs, I don't have enough water going through my system, I'm pissed. And so he came over very genuine, very, you know, talkative. And we had a, we started, started a conversation. And he said, I said, Malcolm. And he sort of looked at me, he said, I remember you. And I was like, you look smaller. He said, yeah, I'm losing weight. I'm no longer competing. And so the point is, by talking with him, he instantly, we instantly build another rapport connection back and forth. And he's like, hey, I got some clients or some people that I work with. Now that he's he's into the personal training mode, he's no longer as a physique athlete himself on a professional stage. And he says, hey, let's do some work together. Customer client number two, literally within a couple of hundred yards of my building. How much money did that cost me? Zero dollars. And I was walking anyway. And a lot of times we 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 forget about the fundamental forms of marketing because we're so sidetracked. And I do it by all the digital and, and efficiency and metrics and all those things that are really important. But I literally walked out of my door within a matter of 15 minutes, had already secured appointments for two clients. One of them I haven't seen in years and one who's never been on my table, but I got a chance to talk with him. And one of the unique things that I learned about him is that because he's in a professional space, he went to the um, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, awards and camp and, and competition. And he, because he was such a top performer, he was often asked to join the Arnold Schwarzenegger exclusive breakfast. It was something that if you're the top 1% in your particular area or division or weight class or whatever, you would get to have breakfast with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he told me something that really, really shocked me. And this might be partially part of another um, podcast was he said a lot of people get Arnold mixed up. And I was like, I was sort of like, okay. He said, Arnold, you know, he went, had an affair with, with, with his, you know, his housekeeper and he had a baby and a love child and all that stuff. And he said, you know what? Let me tell you something that's really, really unique that you never, ever hear. You never hear that this guy paid out of his own pocket, hundreds of kids to go to college. He paid for like, I don't know how many nonprofits count him as the quiet donor. Now, he's worth over a, like nearly a billion dollar today. And he's very, from what Malcolm said, he said he's very genuine. He cracks Joe's. He's very approachable. He's very easy to get access to. He's not snooty. He's not. And I asked Malcolm, I said, why do you think that's the case? He said, because Malcolm, he said, because Arnold is, at his core is a humble kid from Austria who came to the United States at 18 with not speaking a language, very little money and a mentor who ended up bringing him on and helping him to develop his career and everything like that in the professional physique space. And it goes back to what I talked about. Sometimes you got to go back to your humble beginnings and you cannot forget that even though you're a professional massage therapist or a wellness practitioner or a health and wellness practitioner, your marketing must also include those things that we all start out with, which is relationship building in your current neighborhood. Yes, you're going to have to advertise in, on online. Yes, you're going to have to advertise at events. All those things which take you away. But do you actually walk your own neighborhood? My message for you, brothers and sisters in the health and wellness space is you may be making a whole bunch of money or you may not be making that much. 
but one of the easiest ways and simplest ways to market is one of the most effective for time invested is walking and just genuinely talking to people and asking them some questions about themselves. And when they find out that you want to learn and you're genuinely interested in what they are about, then they genuinely are interested in what you're about. And if you're out here looking for folks to promote health and wellness, then they're going to get interested in that kind of stuff. So if you need more tricks, if you will, (laughs) or any more methods and technical authority on how to be able to build a successful practice that doesn't destroy your hands, that doesn't just destroy your credibility, that doesn't destroy your morals, then come on over to NikkeiRoach.com where I'll give you it for free. And if you like, you can stay for a little while. I'm working on a 15-minute strategy call that I've actually just finished developing that it's a couple of questions that I ask you to see if you have the 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 chutzpah, if you will, to continue further. And and I do give away a whole bunch of value. I love to like like learn about Arno and I love that one of the fundamental things that I've learned in business is the more you serve, the more you will be served. And so I love serving. So get over there, make an appointment, or just grab some of the other stuff. I'll see you next time. Have an awesome day. Safe travels and help everyone that you can. Bye for now.